A first-of-its-kind Pacific Languages strategy was recently launched by New Zealand's Ministry for Pacific Peoples. The strategy is a result of community consultation since October 2021, and Pacifica Group members are hopeful that their indigenous languages will continue to thrive. Fina Fonua has more. On September 23rd, Minister for Pacific People, Alpito William Seo, announced the 2022-2023 to Pacific Languages Strategy in a ceremony held at the New Zealand Parliament Building in Wellington. The strategy proposes a variety of action plans, including introducing Pacifica languages as formal qualifications in New Zealand's high school curriculum and increasing the availability of digital language tools, to name a few. A senior official for the Ministry for Pacific Peoples, Ayono Ailione, who helped formulate the strategy, says the 10-year plan seeks to prevent language regression and encourage learning. It is a long-term strategy and it has really three focus areas or key objectives, one of which is to raise and highlight the value of languages, so the status the importance of being able to speak, um, understand um, your language. The second area where um, that's a key objective is, is around creating more places of learning. And then the third key objective um, is around creating spaces for people to speak um, their language. Samoan youth leader and language advocate Leluwai Ali'i Satuwala was present at the ceremonial launch of the strategy. He says it's groundbreaking and that it will improve the social and mental well-being of many Pacifica youth who feel alienated from their ethnic communities because they can't speak their native tongue. A language is key for a person's identity, but it's also essential for a person's well-being. And there's a clear connection between one's understanding of their identity, uh, issues such as mental health and well-being. So the ability to understand um, one's own language is something that's really special and not only connects them uh, to their families but it also connects them to their ancestors and their roots. The identity crisis is greatest for children of mixed heritage who assimilate quickly into New Zealand's Anglophone society. For many older generations of Kiwis who grew up with Pakeha and Pacifica parents, learning their ancestral language has been a lifelong struggle. Popular New Zealand television show host Marama Tipole grew up with a Tuvaluan father and a Pakeha mother in Dunedin during the 90s. Tipole says she grew up understanding only English and had to learn Tuvaluan later in her adult life. So it was really hard to um, have that kind of connection to our language. I'd often beg my father to speak it to us, but he felt um, it was best to speak English in the home. That was... uh, what he thought was best for us with my mum being Pākehā. Um, so I you know, grew up not really speaking it at all. And I guess the time when I really started to immerse myself in the language was when I came to Auckland for work um, and my first job, and I was... I just really threw myself into the community. There's optimism the strategy will emulate the success of Te Reo Māori's resurgence over the last three decades thanks to aggressive policies in reviving the language. 
Ayono Alione says instilling and fostering confidence in people's heritage is crucial to keeping it alive in the generations to come. A key barrier, a key challenge for um, the revitalization of, of languages um, is, re- is really hearts and minds because we do know um, from our research um, that um, intergenerational transmission of languages is becoming harder and harder, um, particularly harder if, if you're born um, in, in New Zealand as opposed to being born uh, in the beautiful Pacific Islands. According to New Zealand statistics, the majority of Kiwis aged 15 and under across all Pacifica ethnicities can only speak English.